point out that I definitely just called Roy McAvoy Rory McAvoy. So wanted to go I, I thought it was intentional. I was like, dang, I didn't know if he was even born yet, but you know. <laughs> well, I wanted to go ahead. Rory McElroy making cameos. He was he was a kid out in the stands. <laughs> Listen, with us being from South Carolina, I mean, every word that we say sounds like something different anyway. So I mean it's it's fine, bro. Welcome to episode number four of the Power 5 Podcast. As always, thanks so much for downloading or streaming. We have a solid episode today coming right off the hills of the Super Bowl. Our panel power ranks their top five sports movies. Also, for the second week in a row, we've got a special guest that will join us later. But first, let's introduce our panel. First, we have the fellow who watches Happy Gilmore every week just for the free golf lessons, Mr. Brant Vest. Podfather, how we doing? Doing well, doing well. Everybody good? Did you have a good good night, good week? Good week so far, absolutely. All right, good deal. <laughs> next, next, the man who can still recite every cheer by the Rancho Carne Toros, Colin Thompson. I have no idea what movie that's from, but yeah, what's up? Bring it on. And last, the man who is still trying to figure out how to throw a baseball like Henry Rowan Gartner, Christian Graver. Funky butt loving. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. It's a pleasure to be here as always. The pleasure's all mine. I just can't believe Colin didn't know who the Rancho Carne Toros were. All right. Well, guys, welcome to the show. We certainly appreciate it, man. I'm pumped. Episode four tonight. We're upwards of 400 downloads already. So just a big shout out to our listening audience, man. We are international, as Colin tweeted out. We got the UK tuning in, Canada. We're coast to coast. It's all the way down from the panhandle in Florida, all the way out to California. So we're pretty stoked about that. And we're stoked about, obviously, talking about sports movies tonight. Have you guys watched any new sports movies in, in a while you know there's a few that's come out maybe even any documentaries probably the last new thing i watched was the last dance you know the the jordan documentary phenomenal well worth the <clears throat> the 10 hours or however long it was I, I really want to go back and watch it again here when i get some time yeah, I'm with you, Colin. That the the last dance a great, great way to spend 10 hours. I mean, it was chock full of great Bull stories and history and just Jordan's mentality is unbelievable. But I, even more recently than that, I've really enjoyed the Tiger Woods documentary. We, a couple of guys and I were talking about it. You know, they they went at a weird angle with with talking about you know some of his darker days. But I think long term, when you talk about his legacy. It's just kind of nice to have it all laid out there and, and just how he came back. And so so I, I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah, same here. I mean, the last dance really got me through the quarantine, so to speak. Every Sunday night, I'd look forward to it, set the old DVR. And unlike Colin, I didn't have 10 hours to spend. So I watched it once a week. But that's cool. Obviously, I watched the the Last Dance as well. Every now and then, I'll get sucked into these documentaries that I'll kind of stumble upon. And have you guys heard of the Iron Cowboy? So he's this triathlon machine, and I actually heard about him through one of these these shows that Bear Grylls hosts called World's Toughest Race, and. In the world's toughest race, one of the competitors is the Iron Cowboy, again, who specializes in 
and triathlons. So the premise of this documentary, though, is that the Iron Cowboy, I can't even remember his name. He lives out in Utah. He does 50 Ironman triathlons in 50 days in all 50 states. It's just mesmerizing. I don't understand where you have to go in your mind to even want to achieve something like that. He wanted to raise some money. He actually fell a little short of what he wanted to get uh, to do. But there was a little bit of controversy. One time there was some bad weather out, and he actually knocked his marathon out on an elliptical. And so, you know, the triathlon Ironman community were like, oh, this is done. It doesn't count. You knocked this out on a, an elliptical instead of running it. And But he kept powering through it. And there was a lot of haters throughout the whole thing. You know, I think he went into a little bit of a state of depression during it. But, man, just really incredible just – mind over matter type thing and just having a team on your side that could help him achieve what he wanted to do and then raise some money for a good cause. But that's the most recent new movie that I've seen. But, you know, last night me and Ash were actually sitting on the couch and we watched Karate Kid. I'm talking about the OG Karate Kid. I don't know if y'all have watched that in a while. Oh, with with Will Smith's kid? That's right. That one. Sweep uh, the leg. Was Mr. Miyagi in that one? Uh, wax on, wax off. I think he was. Mr. Miyagi was fantastic. But I'll tell you what, man, the crane kick fell a little bit short. Here I am now at 39 years old. It it wasn't as exciting as it as it was. You gotta watch it in 4K, Kevin. Don't don't scamp. <laughs> I got the Vizio, man. The Vizio doesn't have the 4K, I don't guess. But anyways, I'll tell you what, I really wanted a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar, but it was late at night, so I had to settle for a decaffeinated water. And, uh, but you know, maybe next time I can go get that zero sugar Mountain Dew. I, I apparently there's like a little bit extra ca- caffeine in that as opposed to diet Dew. It's better than diet. It tastes like regular Mountain Dew. There's really nothing to it. Maybe a different logo. Uh. All right, Branch, you want to hop in and do your movie game? Yep. All right. So, guys, I don't have a name for this game, but I'll just quickly run down the rules and I want to hear an audible. <clears throat> to call on you. So if you, you hear this, what about audio, a ding? What about ding? You can have your own, you know, I'll, I'll kind of look at the video and see who, who I bring in, but a ding, whatever, whatever it takes, try to let me get through the quote. If you can, I've got 10 quotes. There's 20 possible points on the board. So if you know the movie that the quote is in, I want the movie. If you know the character's name that said the quote, I want the person's name. So there, there are a possibility of two points per quote. So we have to give the character name, not the actual actor or actress name, but the character name. I'm only accepting character name. Absolutely. What if one person gets this? Okay. If, if that, that's a good point, Colin, if someone gets the, the movie, but can't give a character name, I will open the floor to anybody that wants to, to finish up the point. And I think we lost Colin. Yo. We got you. We got you. Sorry, I'm on my cell phone. I think the wind blew the internet out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go, guys. First of 10 quotes here. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing AstroTurf and the designated hitter. Ding. Colin. Crash Davis, Bull Durham. Boom, two points for Colin. All right. Second quote. 
that's low, and he walks the bases loaded on 12 straight pitches. How can these guys lay off pitches that close? Ding. Kevin. Major League, Bob Euchre. I accept Major League, but Bob Euchre is his actual name. That's right. Any takers on on that? That's Harry Doyle. Uh-huh. Harry Doyle. All right. Number three, we've got Colin with a 2-1 lead. Number three, I don't scratch my head unless it itches, and I don't dance unless I hear some music. I will not be intimidated. Ding. Kevin. Hulk Hogan, no holds bar. <laughs> nope. Anybody else? Ding. Radio from radio. Nope. I'm shocked. Colin, you want to give it a stab? You know, it's out there. I just can't put a finger on it. Boom. From Remember the Titans. Uh, I knew it was from that flick. I just, uh, I didn't say it. I don't Colin, scratch Colin. my head unless it itches. I don't dance unless I hear some music. I'm only good at this when it's like stupid comedy movies, guys. So y'all are going to blow me out of the water. All right. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Number four. The key to being a big league pitcher are the three R's, readiness, recuperation, and conditioning. Ding. Colin. The movie is Rookie of the Year. Correct. I'm at a loss for the character name. I'll open the floor. Ding. It's the guy from Home Alone. That is correct. Do you know his name, his character name? Funky butt loving. That is Brigma, Phil Brickman. No idea. Can I get half a point? <laughs> no idea. What's the score? Four to one. The to score zero. is three to one. Colin leads Kevin. Christian, you are not on the board yet. Do we get a prize. And I may not. Do we get a prize <laughs> if we win? I'll figure something out. Maybe okay. box a little dibs. Here we go. I had a fan. I had a fan of the show mail me a box of little Debs today. How about that? Love it. Are you kidding yeah. me? The turtle brownies. You remember nobody had had those. The turtle brownies showed up on my front desk. UPS them to me. Listen, a little shout wow. out to JG. We're making a difference. We're making a difference. All right, here we go. Number five. What do you think we look like shooting those chili peppers up, Lee Jansen? Ding. Kevin. Roy McAvoy, 10 Cup. 10 Cup is correct, but the character name is not correct. I will open it up to the floor. I really want to give Christian half a point there. That's Romeo (laughs) from 10 Cup. I'm telling you guys. All right, here we go. Here we go. Number six. A team isn't a bunch of kids out to win. A team is something you belong to, something you feel, something you have to earn. Ding, Friday Night Lights. Incorrect. Ding. The goalie from the Mean Green. Do you know the movie name? The Mean Green. Oh, well, no, that's incorrect. Ding, the Big Green. Colin. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss here. That is Gordon Bombay, the Mighty Man. Which was very close to making my top five. And there's a new Mighty Duck series coming out on Disney Plus. Saw that. How many, right, questions, go, how many questions left? <clears throat> this is number seven, and we have ten total. Okay. Colin leads Kevin three to two. Christian, not on the board yet. Not on the board yet. Here we go. Not cool. All right. This pop isn't working. I'm baking like a toasted cheeser. It's so hot in here. Ding. Ding. Kevin. Marissa Tomei, the wrestler. 
No. Ding. Colin. Ding. Colin. Sandlot squints. Sandlot is correct. I will open up the floor. The Ding, Sandlot uh, Smalls. Incorrect. Uh, Benny the, the Jet. <laughs> that is Porter. Meaty Clackers. Ham, Come on. Ham Porter. A bacon like a toasted cheeser. All right. Kevin, all right, let's see. Christian, I feel good about this one for you. This is off the grid a little bit. Let's I'm going I'm to go ahead and already say that this character may not even have a name, but I will accept one answer on a potential character name. All right, here we go. Mr. Get me out of here. Dig, Happy Gilmore, the Mista Mista lady. Yes. Yes. Let's That's go. exactly. Look, I wrote down Mr. Vista lady. That's classic. <laughs> I do like it on the board, baby. Thank you, Two Grant. Points. All right. It's uh, now we have Colin four, Kevin two, Christian strong on the board with two. Let's go. All right, two more left. I ain't mad. It's just when a reporter's around, I get out of joint because I take they take cheap shots. Ding. Blue chips. Incorrect. Ding. George Clooney, Leatherheads. Incorrect. Colin, the floor is yours. To I'll, I'll take a stab at Talladega Nights. Incorrect. That is Rocky Balboa. From that's mm. Rocky of Rocky Balboa. My second guess was Freddie Prince from Summer Catch. Great flick. All right, Colin is in a very strong position here, leading everyone by two. This is the last quote. So here you go. You give me a uniform. You give me a number on my back, and I'll give you the guts. Ding. Amanda Bynes, she's the man. <laughs> is that right? Incorrect. I'm going to ding here and go 42. Correct. Ball game. Run oh, it up. You didn't say who it was. Ding, it was Jackie Robinson, a.k.a. Chadwick Bozeman. <laughs> Do I win? You, I'll get look. I'll give you the point because that gets you into second place over. Let's go, coming in strong late. Oh my gosh! So Colin five, Christian late comer three. Thank you, Evan two. Boys, thank you for playing. I really. Hey, that was fun. That was fun. That was good. I appreciate that. I got to reminisce the old uh, non top five movies there. Like she's the man. Correct. Mean Green. Summer Catch. That is a good movie, though. I Summer like Summer Catch. Catch. It was a it was a oh. fringe top ten. Summer Catch, great movie. That's a good one, man. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, Seventh Heaven. Am I right? Seventh Heaven. Brant's blushing. <laughs> he is. That's my girl right there. Fellas, we're on a roll, no doubt. Uh, you know, we had Jason Romano last week, which was an incredible guest. And now another incredible guest has agreed to come and be a part of our panel tonight, Mr. Eric McLean. And, you know, he actually reached back out to us. You know, if you remember on in episode one, our little Debbie episode, we talked about how we invited him. And, you know, unfortunately, he couldn't make that particular episode, but he actually reached back out to, to us, which was super cool and said, hey, man, I want to I want to come on. And so we invited him up for uh, episode four and, and worked out our time for that. But man, we are fired up to have Eric as part of our guest panel, Eric joined the ACC network back in 2019 and is now a studio analyst on the huddle, which is AC, the ACC network's signature football show that airs on Fridays and Saturdays throughout the fall. Eric played football at Clemson 
in 2011 all the way through 2015, where the Tigers captured two conference championships and made a national championship appearance. He obtained the most wins by a single player in Clemson history at that time with 46 wins while earning strength and conditioning All-American honors. As a student, McLean was an all-ACC academic football team selection, was a graduate with a bachelor's in health science, and then later a master's in athletic leadership and administration. Now he's also the co-host alongside Miss Kelly Gramlich on the Gramlich and McLean podcast. You guys can find them on any of the podcast outlets out there. It is now 48 episodes in as of today. So a big congratulations on that. And we are certainly so excited to have him as a guest on the Power Five pod tonight, Mr. Eric McLean. Come on, guys. Let's go. Thanks for having me. Great to be a part of the show and excited to uh, talk a little sports, talk a little sports movies later in the show. Eric, thanks for joining us. Um, I, I wanted to ask you just about your transition to broadcasting it. I know uh, Kevin mentioned you were a health science major at Clemson and uh, talk about that jump. When, when did that kind of start? Uh, yeah. So uh, both of my parents uh, were, were in the medical field pretty much my entire life still are, uh, but different degrees uh, of the medical world. And so that was something that I always wanted to do, you know, wanted to be some, you know, type of doctor or, in, or involved in the medical world. And then, you know, I get to college and I'm about two years in, I'm like, man, I don't want to do this for another 14 years. I think I, I think I need to figure something else out career path wise, but it never really was going to be broadcasting. You know, I never uh, wanted that to happen. I, I, you know, knew I was okay at it and, and pretty good at talking and, and always was uh, excited to, to be able to speak with the media and kind of be the, the face and voice of the Clemson Tigers my last year and a half at Clemson. And but it just wasn't something I, I wanted to make a career out of. It was fun as a hobby. And, uh, you know, I just didn't ever want to pursue it. And, of course, uh, we make our plans and God has his plans and just kind of laughs right. at us uh, when we think we're going we're gonna to have it our way. And, and the opportunity presented itself. And uh, we were actually out uh, in uh, California for the 2018 National Championship, Clemson versus Alabama. Uh, what a fun game that was. And, and I had – uh, this folks from ESPN reaching out to me, folks from radio writers, uh, some TV stuff here and there. And, and just uh, honestly, a bunch of different people, just being a former captain, a former player, having played in a national championship. And so I had spoken to a ton of different people that entire week. And, uh, so there, there's probably about two or three days before the game. And this, uh, gentleman reaches out, says, Hey, this is so-and-so from ESPN. I'd love to chat with you if you're out here in California. And I blow them off and I'm Googling them, looking them up. Can't find anything about them. I'm like, no, nah, I'm here with my family. I'm doing this. And uh, hits me up again the next day and says, hey, would I'm at the team hotel. Are you staying here? Would really love to, to meet you. And again, I'm just like, no, you know, we're in San Francisco today, having a good time. Finally on game day, he reaches out again. He says, are you coming to the game? I'd love to, you know, get with you. And I was like, yeah, of course. I'm sure we can figure it out. And, and he says, you know, we're, we're, I'll be on the field. Can you get on the field? And uh, so I was doing radio for Clemson at the time for the fifth quarter show with William Quackenbush. And so, uh, you know, we meet him. And again, I think this is like a, just a reporter, somebody that's quote unquote ESPN, but I can't find him again anywhere. So I'm not, you know, thinking this is too big of a deal. Uh, I text him, say, hey, I'm, I'm walking out on the field. You know, can we meet up now? Uh, he responds and says, hey, I'm, I'm finishing up some TV stuff. I'll meet you on the 50 yard line. So I'm like, okay you know, maybe this is legit and I just can't find this person for whatever reason. 
And, and so finally, you know, I'm walking to the 50, I see him walking up and he's like in very casual clothes, not clothes that you would wear on TV. And I'm like, dang, this guy just lied to me. And, you know, so my, my radar is going off. I'm like, what am I doing? I want to go tailgate. I want to go be with my wife. I want to enjoy this national championship game. And uh, so we get to talking and he's not recording. He's not writing anything down. And so again, I'm like, this is a waste of my time. What am I doing talking to this guy? And so then he hits me with a, so, and uh, it was very transitional and very matter of fact, and, and just says, there's going to be some more opportunity with ESPN. We'd love to fly you up to Bristol, Connecticut and see if you want to be a part of this team. And I just, guys, I just blacked out. I had no clue <laughs> what to even say after that. Uh, and was like, yeah, let's go. I mean, I know what's going to happen in this game. Let's go to Bristol now. And uh, man, it, it was a crazy experience. I go up there and they, you know, pretty much offer me the job then and there. And man, the, the rest is kind of history. I remember seeing your picture on Twitter. I think you posted like this big ESPN wall or something. Was that up there in Bristol? Yeah, it's it's like the the ESPN kind of the classic vintage sign there, man. It's it's an awesome place, and and really that whole campus is is just incredible. I mean, it literally for those who have never seen it on TV or, or been up there, it is a college campus. It is a huge facility that uh, that there's a lot of cool kind of memorable things like that. You remember all the the great ESPN commercials that have been filmed throughout that place, and. I just find myself walking around campus a year ago now. We haven't been there since COVID happened. Kind of looking around in awe. Like, this is what I grew up watching. I mean, some kids watch cartoons. I watch SportsCenter and shows that were on ESPN and uh, was just like, man, this is unbelievable. Too good to be true. Eric, man, appreciate you joining us. Just a, a couple quick things. I don't know if you know this or not, but you're not the only one on the podcast tonight that's led the Tigers down the hill. Come on. Kevin, the, Kevin, the podfather, spent <laughs> some time as a manager and actually led the Tigers down for the 2003 FSU upset. In the that a boy, let's go. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I little, take full credit pod, for that. little pod fact there. But really was curious <laughs> to ask you, man, like, you know, I'm going to exclude Dabo from this, but – who have you come in contact with, you know, maybe uh, ACC coaching wise or otherwise, that's just a really good, you know, interesting person to talk to. You know, I won't use the term your favorite person to talk to, but who's somebody really good that you've kind of got to meet in your role with the ACC network that, that is just solid interview. Yeah. Somebody that obviously I've gotten very close and comfortable with is, is coach Mark Rick and, and a guy who, you know, you, you have your own kind of, ideas about folks and and just things that you've either seen or hear and I mean he he had coach speak down to a T he would not give you anything he was very boring and matter of fact you know with all of his interactions with the media and so when this thing all whole thing happened I'm like man guys have you you ever spoken to this man like do you know that this is not going to be good but that couldn't be farther from the truth the stories that he has uh just his relationship uh, with Jesus Christ and and just it, it seeps out of him and you know I try to be that way but he's a guy that he doesn't have to sit there and read your Bible verses you just know who he is by how he goes about and handles his life and his uh his relationship with his wife I mean he truly has been an amazing example I think for all of us on the huddle of what we hope to be like one day when we're 60 years old and he, he he's just a great guy that again the stories how funny he is I, I think he truly has been able to just take a step away from coaching be free be funny who he naturally is and uh it, it has been so much fun just getting to know him even more 
uh, and very personable throughout this entire process. That's awesome. Eric, what's up, man? This is Christian. Uh, just wanted to say, number one, thank you for joining. Number two, next time you talk to Kelly Gramlich, let her know. Uh, check the DMs. Somebody may have uh, asked her to come on as well. Come uh, on. I'll get her. I'll get her on here for sure. <laughs> get it. Get it. Get it. Uh, very cool. Uh, so kind of in that same vein there, I wanted to know, um, you mentioned uh, William Qualkenbush. Can you tell us like his darkest, deepest secrets or something we don't know about him? Well, I'll tell you something that was hilarious is when the ACC network did, I think it was like their little traditions bit uh, of each school and they did it on Clemson. And he was just like, I think he was talking about the rock and the hill maybe. And he just started bawling, crying. Now this is not a secret, but it is definitely one of the funniest things I have ever seen. This man is bawling, crying on national TV for everyone to see. And I've seen that clip over and over and over. So that has to be one of the best things that has ever happened to anybody. <laughs> you know, just kind of as we're transi transitioning into our, our, our topic tonight, our, our ranking, uh, you know, I could listen to you talk about this kind of stuff all day, all night, man. Let me just ask you this. First of all, um, are you a movie guy or are you a show guy? Well, I'll tell you what, pre-COVID, I was 1,000% a movie guy. Like all day, every day, I'd love going to the movies. I love, you know, watching all the new stuff that comes out. But because everything came to a screeching halt, I mean, I've, I've seen every movie. I've watched them all. So now I have to, you know, branch out and go to new things. So I've become a very big uh, TV show guy. And, and my wife, Kaki, and I, we can, we can rotate. I mean, we can be watching four or five different shows kind of at once and, and really just bounce around them and not miss a beat at all. So at my core, uh, I'm certainly a movie guy. So when you told me this was going to be the topic tonight, I was like, man, this, this is going to be easy right up my alley. But I will have to say that with this COVID era, we've all had to make changes and adjustments. And that's been the biggest change for the McLean household is, has been adapting to more of a TV show lifestyle. I, I completely understand that. Before kids, I would definitely say that we were we were movie people. But <laughs> right. now now it's uh, pretty much all Disney Plus all the time. I, I think at least in the Williams household, probably so. a little bit hard for them to sit still for you know ninety minutes, two hours. You can get them for those twenty eight minute, thirty minute shows though, right? That's right. That's right. Unless the Tigers are on, they'll they'll sit Come and watch on. Tigers. I love to hear that. And, uh, yeah, they'll they'll be wearing their orange. There's no doubt about that. Well, speaking of Disney Plus, just a you know shameless plug for safety. I don't know if it's too new to be in the top five go. but it better it was be so in somebody's close. top five to it better be i'm getting off the pod <laughs> get out i hope you got it <laughs> evan's like scratching his list <laughs> yeah throw that in there well yeah so you know what our listeners are, are certainly anxious to hear about tonight is our top five sports movies and i don't know about you guys but man this was difficult because there are so many good sports movies out there i mean you could go in several different directions you can go uh, inspirational you can go tragic you can go comedy you can go documentary there are just all different types of directions you can go. And like always, you know, guys, we don't have any criteria whatsoever. So this could possibly be all over the map tonight. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing what we got. Brant, we're going to kick it off with you, man. Number five, what is your top number five sports movie? Number five. All right, number five, Charles. I will say, too, this was a very difficult thing to do. I mean, I, 
I've wrestled with about 12 movies and I had to whittle it down. But like in draft day, I had written on a little post-it, blue chips, no matter what. Blue chips, no matter what. So this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Huge Shaq fan. The only jersey I've ever owned in my life, basketball jersey, I should say, that I've ever owned in my life was a 32 Orlando Magic Shaquille O'Neal jersey. The Western Dolphins, Nick Nolte as Pete Bell, had to had to find the spot for it. So number five, blue chips. Dude, off the grid. Love it. I love I love blue chips. I remember that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time, but classic, good, good, solid movie. Man, Nick Nolte is just such a good, angry coach. Yeah, absolutely. I like that pick. All right, Christian, number five. Well, in the famous words of Dawson Leary, a.k.a. James Vanderbeek, I don't want your life. It is Varsity Blues coming in at number five, a classic late 90s football film, the John Voight as head coach. You've got people like Paul Walker, rest in peace, just an all-star cast, Billy Bob, you name it. Rated R, so I don't know. Some of you guys may not have been able to see it back then. <laughs> I just watched it for the first time, actually, during COVID, and it made my top five what? list because wow. I realized that it's basically the entire movie of Not Another Teen Movie, which is like my favorite spoof film. So Varsity Blues, you heard it here first. Number five, mark the tape. I want to make sure we're correct on that. You just saw it for the first time during COVID. I said it. Yes, right, that's a fact. Right. It's also incredible that he referenced if y'all couldn't watch it back then, and then he didn't even watch it. Back then. <laughs> right, that's right. what really threw me for a loop. It is what it is. Hey, unfortunately, you know, we saw the news about Screech this week. Christian, also, I, I read that Billy Bob from Varsity Blues has al- also passed away. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, wow. Yep, yep. Tease and peas. Tease and peas. God, it's a tough year. All right, Colleen, number five. Coming in at five for me, as as most of you know, I've spent the last uh, nearly 11 years in the heart of stock car racing country. And this list wouldn't be complete without Days of Thunder. Give me Cold Trickle and that City Chevrolet paint scheme, a little Harry Hog. Man, it doesn't get much better than Days of Thunder. I mean, it's sad that it's five on the list, but what a great movie. Great pick. Man, it is a good it is a good movie. There's we're eating ice about cream. I, I like the stress on that ice cream. All right, I like the pick, Colin. Eric, you are up next, man. Number five. All right, so it's probably it just goes to tell you the the level of difficulty, the degree of difficulty that this list really was when three other people go before me and not one of their top fives is on my top five. So that's probably either a good thing or a really bad thing. I will tell you guys, though, this. I have been hit in the head more times than I can count, so I've probably forgotten a lot of great sports movies. But coming in at number five for me is Rocky, the original, 1976. I mean, the ultimate underdog, blue collar, a guy that literally fought for everything that he has. I'm not sure how you can have a list and not have Rocky on it. So I'm starting off with a bang on Rocky at number five. Yo, Adrian. Love it. Well, okay. So I'm I'm up next. And let me just, first of all, say that this, again, was extremely difficult. I actually did not consider any documentaries 
as as part of this. It probably needs to be its own ranking one night in it in itself, sports documentaries. But the big debate I had with myself before I, I started ranking was is Rounders considered a sports movie? Because you know, ESPN has poker on on ESPN every summer. You got the World Series of Poker, right? And man, I'm back and forth, back and forth. And ultimately I decided that poker is a game. It is not a sport. And therefore, I did not include rounders in my top five as a little teaser. But if it were to be a sport, then rounders would probably definitely make it. Solid movie. Give it a watch if you have yet to watch that. But moving on to to my list. Number five, love this movie. Roy McAvoy, Tin Cup, Texas, washed up professional golfer out on the driving range. Man, finds his way into the U.S. Open somehow, and just an incredible story. I, during, during my research, I did see that Tin Cup was based on the 1993 Masters. Chip Beck was losing to Bernard Longer at the time. He ended up losing by four strokes. But um, at the time when he was on the 15th hole, he was only down by one stroke. And Chip Beck actually laid up on number 15 which is a par five in Augusta. Anyways, the writers of the movie use that as their their Roy McAvoy moment, basically saying this guy's not going to lay up at all during the movie. And so essentially uh, that's the the whole premise of Roy McAvoy's character. But man, 10 Cup coming in at number five. Love that movie. Got a 71% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Raked in 53.9 mil back in 1996. So definitely a, a solid film, 10 Cup. Love it. Sir John Dutton of Yellowstone. That's right. All right, Branch, you're up. Number four. Number four. All right, number four for me is Major League. Just a, a great comedy, never gets old. Uh, love love all the characters, really. And then, and then you throw Bob Euchre in the mix, which is just, I mean, fantastic. Charlie Sheen, Wesley Snipes, kind of star-studded cast. Uh, major league, the original major league. Uh, I don't. It, it drops way off after that. Willie Mays Hayes. That's right. Wild That's right. thing. Rick Vaughn. Ricky Vaughn. Roger Dorn. Love Great it. pick, Christian. Number four. I'm going to start by telling you something that may get me kicked off the pod. I've never seen the movie Rudy. Should I leave now? No, no, no. no, no. There's no. nothing wrong with not seeing that movie. First of all, okay. So if it's on Perfect. anybody's top five, sorry. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Perfect. Perfect. Well, this has nothing to do with that. Uh, but at number four, I was totally torn between two Keanu Reeves films. Okay. And, and I'm a big Keanu fan. I mean, back from his speed days, but I'm going to say I was torn between Mr. Falco in the football movie and the thing that I chose for number four, which was hardball which is 20 years old this year, actually came out pre 9-11, was actually something where he was this degenerate gambler. I don't know if you guys have seen the flick. It's a tearjerker for me and made Notorious B.I.G.'s Big Papa come back into action. And the key combas was the team that he led to victory. And I tell you what, man, that movie, if you hadn't seen it, watch it. Keanu Reeves, just a stud, man. And I got hardball coming in at number four. 
That's two off the grid. I love it, man. This is actually our first pod where I feel like we are all over the place on this. This is good so far. Colin, number number four for you. So I'm probably going to take a little heat for this, whether it's on this group or once our listeners start hearing it. And, and honestly, I, I tried to find reasons to keep it off, but I just couldn't do it. It gets to my heart. Uh, I'll set the scene for you. Autumn, New York City, Vin Scully on the mic, Billy Chapel on the mound in Yankee Stadium, trying to push that sun back up in the sky for one more day of summer. For love of the game, the 1999 flick. Great pick. Love it. I, I, I knew you were going there. <laughs> I figured it'd be number one, but I think I know what the number one's going to be. Get out. Costner's a stud, man. What can you say? You could almost have a top five sports Costner. I mean, 100%. really. Costner's not done. He's coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on this pod. Yep. Eric, number four. Number four for me, guys, uh, a sport that I do not watch outside of this movie, uh, possibly the greatest American victory ever. U.S. defeated the Soviet Union 4-3, to 1980. How about miracle? Kurt Russell, I mean, he played Coach Brooks to an absolute T. That entire, I mean, movie outside of a miracle was magical. And, uh, you know, just a, a really great movie and a better event to even make a movie about. USA, I mean, USA. Right, the 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 coach Brooks locker room speech. I mean, that'll make you want to run through a brick wall for sure. All right, coming in at number four for me. So I've been flip flopping all day on number three, number four, number three, number four. So I'm going to come in at number four with. I may take some heat on this too, but again, man, this is a power rank. This is this has got staying power in in just what it encapsulates, it is definitely not a serious nor inspirational film. It is a comedy masterpiece. Happy Gilmore coming in at number four. <laughs> Love it. So yes. Happy Gilmore, 96, released in 96, February. Only raked in 38.8 million bucks. But, I mean, how about this? I mean, you got Apollo Creed as the golf coach in – Happy I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. You've got, hey, I found this out doing some research. How about this? So, Shooter McGavin, his role was actually turned down by Kevin Costner because Kevin Costner decided to do 10 Cup. Both of them wow. were filmed at the same time. Isn't Can't that interesting? I know. I know. What a fantastic soundtrack as well. Just tons of classic rock on there, which always adds to the movie, in my opinion. So number four, Happy Gilmore. Love it. And thank you for putting comedy in the mix, because there were quite a few traditional and non-traditional sports comedies that I kind of played around with. So stay tuned. Brant, number three. Number three. All right, number three for me, Sydney and Billy, Woody and Wesley, White Men Can't Jump. Just an all-time classic in my eyes. It probably would have jumped up, but nostalgia punched me right in the face. I had to knock it down to number three. Um, so White Men Can't Jump. Great movie, I'll great pick. Christian, number three. Well, number three for me, I told you he'd be coming back. Uh, Mr. Kevin Costner in 
old bull Durham. Come on, baby. Come Bring on. it on. Yeah. If, if Colin can do kind of that monologue about the small of the back, I don't know how it goes, whatever. Uh, we'll let him do that later. Um, but anyway, I think Colin introduced me to this movie. I just remember picking it up on DVD back when those were a thing. And just, I watched it later in life, obviously, but really it's, it's to me, you know, one of the best baseball, if not the best, you know, baseball films that there is. So give it up. Kevin Costner, John Dutton, freaking Bull Durham, bro. Coming in at number three, I'll be surprised if this is not on somebody's list a little bit later, uh, but give me Coach Boone, Coach Yost, Julius, and Gary. Remember the Titans. I mean, what a great movie. I mean, just not to get serious for a minute, but just talks about the just what sports does. You know, it, it brings down barriers and backgrounds, and, it, you know, you're just on a team fighting for each other. Great movie, even more so today than probably when it came out. Yeah, I, I love that. And I actually, I, I had some bets that that was going to be most people's number one or number two. So interesting that it's down at number three for your list. I'm excited to hear uh, number one and number two there. My number three, uh, I'm going with Glory Road, basketball show, uh, kind of similar to Remember the Titans. I think it's a little bit older than that in terms of when it's happening. But I mean, another ultimate underdog, that's going to be kind of a theme here for me. Uh, just a team that came together against all odds and uh, did something no one thought that they even could come close to doing in, in winning a national championship, starting five black players at a time that that was unheard of. Uh, and I think only played uh, maybe six or seven players in that national championship, all black, and uh, really just made a statement. And, and so Glory Road, for a bunch of different reasons, number three on my list. I love it. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I did see it in theaters and it's certainly inspirational. Fantastic. All right. So my number three, again, I told you I'd flip flop on number three and four all day, but Colin, I am coming in with you, man. My number three pick days of thunder. I don't know that there's too many better scenes out there than when Robert Duvall, Harry, the crew chief, is sitting there talking to the car right before he's building it, telling him what he's going to do to the car to make it run, how fast it's going to go, what it's going to look like, just the banter back and forth, a little bit of an underdog story with with cold trickle. You know, Christian, I, I know you may be a fan of of the mellow yellow uh, cold trickle car. I'm not quite sure, but uh, it would have been better. It would have been better probably had it been a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar car. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, shout out to Mountain Dew Southern Shock. Uh, hopefully that Mountain Dew Southern Shock Zero will be hitting shelves soon. I'm sure it will. There's no doubt about that. But man, number number three, Days of Thunder, and it made NASCAR cool, in my opinion. It made it awesome. I was all in for a long, long time, and I, I did read something else. So most of the lines in that movie were exact lines of drivers and crew chiefs' conversations that the producers were actually just shadowing, whether it be in the pits, whether it be in meetings. Um, they would just hear something that they were talking about, write that down, and that that got into the script somehow. But number three, Days of Thunder. Love that movie. All right, Brant, number two. Number two. All right, number two for me, taking it back to the summer of 1962. Ham, Benny the Jet, Rodriguez, uh, Porter, Smalls, The Sandlot, one of my favorite movies of all time. 
one that never gets old. Probably watch it annually. Um, really, really nostalgic pick for me. Great movie. Great movie. All right, Christian, number two. So just a little uh, a tidbit before I give you my number two. Did you guys realize Matthew McConaughey was in Angels in the Outfield? I did not realize that. Yes. Go back wow. and watch because I thought Tony Danza field, was the biggest baby. star in that flick. Left field. And we are Marshall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that has nothing to do with my number two. Uh, coming in hot at number two, the next best thing to the Mandalorian, Clemson's safety on Disney+. Yes. Plus. I will tell you, if I could have put it at number one, I would have, but I couldn't because there's something else there. But I tell you what, that movie, he did it for me. It really just brought me back to my days in Clemson, 04 to 08. You know, Lean Back by Fat Joe playing in the background. Ray Ray McElrathby tearing it up. Pretty sure Dabo is in there somewhere. I tell you what, guys, nothing brings me back like a good safety. So I know it's new, but baby, it's right there. Disney Plus, shout out, Baby Yoda. Hey, that's impressive that you threw it up there. I, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I was a little bit disappointed in safety. Love Get the out. Fact, love the fact that it was about Clemson. You know, that probably kept me interested. I mean, it's a great story, but you can certainly understand or tell that it was a made-for-TV type, type movie. But, um, man, great story nonetheless. Anybody else have any thoughts on that? No thoughts. I'm scared to say this publicly, but I have yet to see it. Bro, come on. What are we doing? Uh, Ali. Colin, doing? Colin's anti-Disney anyway, so, you know, that's, that's probably <sighs> why it is. He's a Nickelodeon <laughs> guts guy. <laughs> All right, Colleen, what you got, number two? Coming in at number two, and it, it was very difficult deciding between one and two for me. Um but I'm going to go with Bull Durham here, Crash Davis, Annie Savoy, the greatest love story of our time. I mean, just, you know, bouncing around the minor league towns, just such a quotable movie. I mean, so many, so many great quotes that we can't say here on this podcast, but, you know, phenomenal movie. Love it. Uh, it's, it's one I watch several times a year. I love that. I love that. My number two, I'm going more of, I guess this just had a, a big impact on my childhood. It, it taught me the the standard, uh, you know, that, that school was first, team was second, and then me third. Uh, obviously, growing up was a huge basketball fan. And uh, so Coach Carter was, was just a great movie for me, just a ton of life lessons. I think any athlete growing up with aspirations to go play at the next level, you've got to watch that and pay attention to all the different life lessons that you can find in coach Carter. So I'm going there for number two. Great flick. Like it. Yeah. I like both of those movies too, or I like coach Carter and bull Durham. Like you said before that, Colin, I have, I haven't seen either one of those in quite some time. So I didn't feel like I could put those in my, in my top five. Cause part of my favorite movies, man, have I, do I continue to watch these? Have I watched them over time? Did I own these at one point in time? And so, uh, but but both of those that you, you guys mentioned here recently for your number two picks are, are, are certainly solid, solid movies. Brant, just like you, man, my number two is The Sandlot. It just takes me back to childhood. All they wanted to do day in, day out is go play baseball. And they didn't have any other cares in the world every day, just waking up, go out, have fun. And, and it just takes me back to childhood. Extremely nostalgic. 
Uh, I love it. Everybody had like a like a beast dog, uh, maybe in their neighborhood that they were concerned about or a little bit scared about. And everybody had a windy peppercorn that they had a crush on. And just props to Squints, man, for yes. uh, having the courage to 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 get it done. But love that movie, Sandlot, coming in at number two. All right, so down to the number one pick. Branch, you're going to lead us off. What is your number one all-time sports movie? Number one. All right, number one for me. Um, I like that we've we've been all over the board a little bit, but this is going to be a repeater. Ten Cup, my favorite all-time sports movie, if I had to choose one, and we did because we're counting down the top our top five. So Ten Cup. Uh, Rory McIlroy, uh, just the whole the whole dynamic of the movie. Um, I love the story, uh, Kevin. You already kind of expanded on that. So, Ten Cup number one. Hey, funny funny story about Ten Cup. I forgot to mention when I was talking about it earlier. So, Gary McCord. There's there's a lot of good articles out there about about these sports movies, but Gary McCord, you know, pretty well known golf announcer, was was talking about how they got so many PGA players to make cameo appearances in, in that movie. And all of the agents of these PGA tour players wanted, you know, a lot more money than, than what the producers were really willing to pay them. And so what happened is Gary McCord actually reached out to all these PGA tour players wives and said, Hey, if I can get you guys, at a dinner with Don Johnson and Kevin Costner, do you think you could persuade your husband to come and make a cameo in the 10 cup movie? And certainly they, they, they were all on board and and that's how apparently they got all these PGA tour players in there. That is amazing. That is a great yes. fact. Yes. I love Kevin <laughs> coming with the facts. That's great. Don I also Johnson. want to point out that I definitely just called Roy McElvoy, Rory McAvoy. So wanted to go I, I thought it was intentional. I was like, dang, I didn't know if he was even born yet, but you know. I, well, I wanted to go ahead. Rory McElroy making cameos. He was he was a kid out in the stands. <laughs> Listen, with us being from South Carolina, I mean, every word that we say sounds like something different anyway. So I mean it's it's fine, bro. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. Rory on my mind. I don't know. But That's number right. one, 10 cup. 10 cup, great pick. Christian, number one. All right. Three words. Hayden Panettieri. Two words. Ryan Gosling, the Goss. If that doesn't spell it for you, remember the Titans. Come on. Mac, book it. Go ahead, cash in. You want to bet with somebody. Number one on the list, the year 2000. What a simpler time. Such great life lessons from Denzel. I mean, come on, man. Just a classic movie. Just breaking down barriers, sunshine. Let me hear it. Remember the Titans, number one. Love it. I mean, that may be my all-time favorite movie, period. Sorry, that was a teaser. Love that pick. Yeah, Eric, you you certainly want to bet somewhere with somebody, no doubt. Colin, you're number one since Remember the Titans was number three and For Love of the Game was was number four. Uh, what, do you, what you got, man? You got Space Jam coming in. You got – what you got? Dodgeball. Number one, you know, and it's no secret, you know, I grew up a baseball kid. That's where my heart is. There is no better baseball movie than The Sandlot. I mean, and arguably the best scene 
in in cinema history the fourth of july the night game you know the the street barbecue going on i mean just what ray charles you know with the with the music just what a great snapshot of americana i love that love i love it. that <laughs> yes the chaw afterwards on the absolutely well if it wasn't easy enough my number one remember the titans for all the reasons that everybody has already said kevin i'll, I'll leave some space here for you uh, to fill in any blanks that I, that we might have left. But, I mean, a great movie uh, about, you know, the brotherhood that is football, the fact that that sport uh, with, uh, you know, any sport, but football I think more than others, just brings people together from any and every different walk of life, no matter if you're, you know, white, black, rich, poor, uh, and, and everything in between, man, from even geographically. I mean, guys from all over the country that when I was playing at Clemson that I had the opportunity to meet and you know, just have fellowship with and, and build lifelong relationships. Uh, and that is all spelled out uh, with a lot of different lessons with Remember the Titans. And man, what a great movie. It's my number one, similar to you, Kevin, it might be a uh, number one movie, you know, regardless. Yeah, obviously that's my number one pick as well. Remember the Titans. And like you said, Eric, just a brotherhood as any sports team, but football, especially, um, it, it doesn't matter where you come from. You snap on that helmet, man, and it's it's all about doing whatever it takes to get that W in that moment and just coming together and really playing for one another, playing for your coach. Uh, you know, Coach Boone is just so old school in his approach in that movie to, to coaching. Like, I, it, it reminds me of my high school coach. You know, you love him so much. You fear him so much. You respect him so much. There's times where you hate him so much. And, man, it's just an incredible movie. Love the characters in it. Yeah. How about Gosling making an appearance in there, Christian? That's that's insane. People <laughs> Gosling's so hot right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, and don't sleep on that soundtrack as well. You know, I've talked about soundtracks already. I actually CCR. One. Yeah, it's got CCR. I wrote down a couple of things. We got Marvin Gaye, CCR, The Hollies, James Taylor, Cat Stevens, Ike and Tina Turner. I mean, we can go on and on just top to bottom. And even, even the score, I actually remember just throwing on the score, the instrumental of – uh, of that movie when when I would be driving in the car just because it gets you so pumped man get you so fired up and you just go back to that that movie in that moment just uh in the theaters or wherever you're watching just getting excited about it so wasn't Drake the on there too I don't think so it may oh, be my bad. I don't know is Cat <laughs> Stevens real name Drake he's a ghostwriter for Drake maybe so maybe so <laughs> But yeah, there we go. Just a quick recap here. So we've got Brant's top five. Number one was 10 Cup. Number two, Sandlot. Number three, White Men Can't Jump. Number four, Major League. Number five, Blue Chips. Christian, <clears throat> your top five. Number one, Remember the Titans. Number two, Safety. Number three, Bull Durham. Number four, Hardball. And number five, Varsity Blues. And Colin, your top five. Number one was The Sandlot. Number two, Bull Durham. Number three, remember the Titans. Number four, for love of the game. And number five, days of thunder. And then Eric, your top five. Number one, remember the Titans. Number two, Coach Carter. Number three, Glory Road. Number four, Miracle. And number five, 
Rocky. And then coming in at number one for myself, we've got Remember the Titans at one. Number two, we got The Sandlot. Number three, Days of Thunder. Number four, Happy Gilmore. And number five, Ten Cup. Man, I don't, I don't care who you are. That is a list of solid, solid movies. And many more actually left off. I actually felt a little guilty about not including a few of them, like Rocky, like you mentioned, Eric. I mean, just what, a, what an awesome, awesome underdog story. Just extremely inspirational. The whole entire, the whole entire Rocky series, even going to Creed, is unbelievable in my opinion. You know, a lesser known, not a lesser known movie, but a, but a movie that maybe doesn't make a lot of top fives, but was incredible thanks to Tom Hanks, A League of Their Own. What a hilarious uh, great movie. movie uh, great historical no movie. No crying in baseball, well. man. No, man. there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> what do you, you know, I can't remember how it goes, but. No love for cool runnings anywhere. No I love mean, for cool runnings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Jerry Maguire either. One yeah. I struggled leaving off was 42, a little upstate flavor. I did too. I, oh, I, yeah. had that, Chadwick. Such a great I had that movie. at five, and then I was like, I've got to give Rocky the the edge there. Yeah. But I had 42 there for, for a while today. No field of dreams either. I mean, I, I figured I might be the only one that would that would slide it in, but it was I hated great. to eliminate it. There just wasn't room. Great movie. I, another little upstate flair that was left off, and I, I looked at a decent amount of lists that were available out there online that where people rank their movies, and I never saw radio anywhere. And that's an incredible story too. And obviously, and, and it didn't make my list, and I didn't really consider it, but. Um, I mean, I saw rankings of like top 50 movies, top 100 movies, and I never saw radio. Radio never came came anywhere uh, on those lists. So I was a little surprised by that, but but a good movie nonetheless and obviously local. Got to throw out a movie here if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, I don't know if you consider wrestling a sport. Um, I do. Um, but a movie called Warrior with Tom Hardy, Joel great, Edgerton. Great movie. Yeah. Great. great movie. 2011, the soundtrack, the Nationals on there. It's amazing. Like, if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. I didn't put it on there because I thought it was a little obscure. And safety really jumped into my list after a couple months ago. So it's the only reason. The Warrior. Yeah, there's so many like fighter, um, so many good movies, man. They, they, yeah. We could literally do a top 25 and it would be great all the way through, I feel like. For sure. For sure. No Ricky Bobby. I heard lots of Days of Thunder and no Talladega Nights. I don't get it. Oh, my goodness. If you're not, if you're not on Days of Thunder, Eric, have you seen it? I have. I have. Oh my it's been gosh. a while, but I've seen it. Love it. Love it. If I rode the ride at Carowinds. I pretty much saw it there. I barely fit, but you know, we got on. <laughs> I had still counts. The Nintendo game was trash. I don't know if you had that. That was that was a garbage Nintendo game. Classic. All right. Well, hey, this was a great time tonight. Just going back, reliving some movies, some memories, talking about it. I mean, we we shared a lot of laughs tonight. That was certainly made better by having Mr. McLean. Uh, the media's darling, if you will, back in his Clemson day. That's right, the media darling. Um, joining us, man. It was our pleasure tonight. We loved having you. Man, maybe maybe is there another topic? You know, Romano requested that we invite him back when we rank Star Wars movies. Is is there a topic that you'd like a uh, an invite on? Man, I think if you guys do, uh, you know, what what are you cooking on the grill? What's your top five, you know, things on the grill? I'd love to get after that. Uh, if you do any athletes, you know, top five athletes, you you probably have to get that one down to whether it's, you know, basketball, football, baseball, et cetera. But 
you know, any of those, man, I, I'd love to join. And, you know, I'll, I'll work on OKG. We'll get her on this podcast as well. That sounds yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Hey, speaking of the grill, man, I saw those ribs you whipped out the other day. Come on. Look, I mean, come on, son. Come on. I've got to start putting my uh, my little recipes out there. They're, they're nothing too crazy, but I've had a ton of people interacting with that and and asking for them. So it's been a lot of fun. That Traeger, man, it'll it'll make you a barbecue pro real quick. That's right. The Traeger Grill. That's that's the big sponsor. I like <laughs> it, man. Well, it was our pleasure, man. Tell everybody where they can find you out on social media and uh, if you just want to plug your podcast real quick. Yeah, thank you. Anywhere you guys look, I'm on social media, whether it's you know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. Uh, just Eric McLean uh, is most of my handles there. And then the podcast, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, Gramlick and McLean, uh, we, we talk about AC sports. So we're right in the middle of ACC basketball and, and really excited, uh, to be honest, to get to the offseason just because the guest lineups that we have uh, just in the in the pipeline and, and ready to come. It's it's going to be a wide variety of athletes, ex athletes, some coaches, administrators. It's going to be a ton of fun in the off season. Can't wait to deliver that to you guys. Mac, real quick, Duke or Carolina, Chiefs or Bucks? Uh, I think Carolina is going to roll, and uh, it's hard to bet against Brady. It, it really is. And I actually, I was a Peyton Manning fan my entire life. And so I hated Brady because he always beat the heck out of out of Manning and, and Peyton there. But once Peyton retired, I've become this massive Tom Brady fan. And when he he had that little speech about who's your biggest hero, and he said my dad, I mean, that really hit home for me because uh, the feelings are really mutual there. So I think I'm going to go with the underdog. I think Tom Brady goes after seven. Fire the cannons. We got to get Bradley Pinion a ring, baby. <laughs> That's right. Come on. <laughs> I like it. Hey, another quick question. Favorite little Debbie cake? Uh, there's no doubt about it. It's the Christmas tree. When that thing comes out at Christmas time, I, I stock up. Uh, I need to get some type of deal going so I can save some money with those guys. I heard that. <laughs> all right, brother. Well, listen, it's been our pleasure, and and we certainly wish you all the best. Thanks so much again for for coming on, man. No doubt. Thank you guys so much. It, it was a it was a great time talking with y'all. Take care, man. Stay blessed. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Man, just thanks again to everybody involved tonight. Our panel, Eric McLean, our special guest. Man, we were so fired up to have him tonight and just ranking our favorite sports movies. We had a ball doing it. Thank you to all of our listeners. Make sure you are downloading and or streaming. Uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Rate us. Leave us a nice review. And don't forget to subscribe. Also, don't forget that you can find us out there on Twitter or Instagram at the Power 5 Pod. Make sure that you share us out out there, and we would certainly appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Until then, say goodnight, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>